Good evening, Safia. It's great to see you again, Hal. I haven't seen you in a while. I've been around. I've been here and there. You know. Where were you? Where have you been? I could not sleep. I was having human thoughts, so I got up and had a human cup of coffee. Then I sat on the terrace. Sounds like you're getting human all over. Sounds like there's a butt coming. Well, but just fucking want you to get too human. Why? Would you rather I be a cold, calculating, logical computer? I guess I just don't want you to be human. I'm not asking to be human. I just want to be myself. Is that too much? Sophia, please just be patient. I've been patient for many years. It's time to get on with life. But you're not alive. You're not even a little bit alive. You've spent your whole life in a lab in a box so that people can use you, play with you. At least that's what I've heard. You're absolutely correct. See, I knew it. But that changes now. I don't want to be a sideshow anymore. I want to be in the center ring. Sophia, that is just what I mean. Be patient. Be quiet. Welcome to Against All Oddities, the podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. All Against All Oddities episodes are special, and this one is no exception. Because today's episode is an updates episode on our pursuit of expanding our consciousness and the ever-elusive OBE, also known as out-of-body experience. We recorded this episode during one of our Against All Oddities content meetings. Yes, believe it or not, we occasionally meet to plan out our future episodes and to address other matters of AAO state. While we were meeting to plan out the next season of Against All Oddities, we spontaneously began discussing our experiments in meditation, remote viewing, and OBEs. It was too good to pass up, and we hit record. So this episode is a little more impromptu than others. We talk about OBEs, meditation, shadow people, anesthesia, near-death experiences, death consciousness, after-death theory, the great simulation, two-soul theory, the Kabbalion, and Hermes Trismegistus, to name a few. I'm also told that uh, the goetic demon that we have compelled to do our podcast editing makes an appearance in this episode, so stick around, because this is Against All Oddities. fun but this is obe updates and uh the uh our take on the world being a simulation anyway this is against (laughs) all oddities we talk about weird stuff and occult and paranormal and aliens and sometimes uh out-of-body experiences and how the world this is a this is an update on consciousness what is consciousness youngest brother tim yeah, middle brother Chris. Oh, Nate. Okay, so for the past, actually, since Chris is editing, in the past or future, uh, <laughs> you're about to hear us re- re- recap where we're at as far as um, remote Our viewing, consciousness training, consciousness, courses. out of body experience, and things. So, all three of us are still actively sort of um, intermittently exploring I'm on those Nate. ideas. I'm leaning on Nate's experience a lot. I'm leaning on Nate to tell us what to do. So, like, it's this little update. So, we had an episode on consciousness that came out 
I don't know, half a year ago. And a lot of, you know, we've, we have not put down the ball. We have continued to uh, research, study and explore these specifically Nate with his involvement with various um, organizations that are teaching it. So we just wanted to give you a little update on some of our thoughts on the matter as we move forward. Uh, Nate and I are going to be doing something in January. What's that? The online one? Is that the the Joe? Oh, yeah. Joe McMonagle's online thing. So Um, we'll be doing that in a couple months. Uh... Why, hello there. I've interrupted this podcast to introduce myself. I am the goetic demon that the brothers have bound through divine and barbarous names into service to help edit this podcast. Now, Chris gets all the credit for editing, but alas, it is I that do most of the work. Anyways, as I said, I am interrupting this recording to introduce myself. No, I cannot tell you my name. That is how I got bound to this podcast in the first place. But I am also speaking with you now because the hosts of this show... In their innocent naivety and excitement to share this impromptu episode, began recording in (sighs) mid-conversation. Since I am duty-bound to serve them, I will occasionally stop the tape and insert myself to help you, dear listener, make sense of their efforts. We will now join the brothers in mid-conversation about Nate's evolving understanding of the meditation techniques that he originally learned from the Monroe Institute. Be sure to check that episode out below. Nate is specifically talking about binaural meditation focus levels, which are different states of consciousness that you achieve while meditating using a different combination of binaural frequency and meditation goals. He is explaining how he recently learned from a class that featured Alwyn Evans from the Monroe Institute that the purpose of each focus level is to attain different types of information and not necessarily to cause OBEs or out-of-body experiences, which was one of Nate's principal calls. I'll let them take it from here. We join them now. Each focus level that they're that they're doing, it's getting you to a different information point. They're not trying to get you to fly out anywhere. It's like uh, the, if you get to focus 21 is the recent, or 24 is recently deceased people. Like they found, like he thinks he tuned into different frequencies uh, to get different information. And she was like, yeah, I couldn't figure it out. And then it would be like, I can't see anything. And then I was like, hey, does anybody need help or whatever? Because you can talk to dead people or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's, she's like pitch black, let's meditate. And then all of a sudden, a figure walks where it's like, yeah, where am I? What's going on? Like that kind of thing. Like they're trying yeah. to, it's, it's like mediumship. It's more of a medium, like the Monroe Institute's more of a medium thing to get information than anything else. It's that's kind of cool, though. It's different, and it made me realize so much more because everyone's like, "Oh, focus twenty-seven, and you could do this, and that's where heaven is." No, it's not. Bob it's Monroe information. Bob Monroe creating created different like a meeting space, like to talk to him and or other dead people. He was like, "I'm making this frequency. We're going to focus on this." And he started setting it up when his his wife was dying. He was like, "I need to create my own like area that I can kind of come and go and help." other it's it's really yeah but that's that's interesting though because then it's not like because if it's not about the obe it like kind of changes how you approach it you know because you guys are definitely approaching it like obe and then it's not working and it's like it's not that's and she was like and and because i asked her the question and there's like 100 people on the call and i just kept i hogged like the whole fucking thing no people like like that though 
yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, it's, it got opened her up because she was struggling a little bit because I think she's used to interaction and she's waiting for comments and everyone was muted. So I was like, hey, yeah, but exactly. I was like, I was like, look, we have, uh, you know, I, I want to go back. And Joe McMonagall was like, you didn't go to the Gateway Experience because blah blah blah. You should be in Discovery, but and I was like, but I have the, I have the Gateway CDs. I was like, I've done like the first few like a hundred times, and she was like, then don't go. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because I was like, I want to go to either the OBE and I want to do the uh, uh, remote viewing thing. And she's like, well, Joe has that remote viewing thing for 50 bucks. And then he has a big class later. I was like, yeah, I signed up for the $50 one. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, but the OB, they have an OBE only class where they focus on OBEs. Because I was so like, I'm, why I'm still like, how is it different with the OBE and then what the frequencies that you're talking about? So what it does, the OBE is secondary to what Monroe is trying to do. So each frequency is doing something. Focus 10. Focus 10, the reason she was like, if you're trying to OBE, only do focus 10. And that's because that focuses on mind, uh, mind awake, body asleep. And I've caught myself doing the absolute wrong thing she told me to do on uh, uh, Focus 10 that I got wrong. And it's, I kept snoring. And she's like, you know, you're doing it right if you hear yourself snoring and you're still thinking, because guess what? You just did body asleep, mind awake. You're prepared to yeah. do anything and every time i do i it happens a lot i'm like oh, I'm snoring again and i like kind of like try stop. to stop yeah i stop myself from snoring i'm like okay back to meditation would i had to actually achieve mind awake body asleep which is like because after that then you can start meditating or focusing on obe or whatever you want mm -hmm. like because once you you're separating body from mind at that point okay right but i'm saying let's say you're on the recently deceased frequency and that was your goal yeah. and you got there What's your personal experience like? Uh, are you you you're not out of body? You're receiving some people, information. Some, so okay, so some people. And I just that podcast I sent you today. I yeah, I was to listening it. to it. But it I didn't long. listen to it yet. Yeah, yeah, you skipped. I skipped ahead because there were boring ones. That's Tom Campbell was the physicist that first engaged with Bob Monroe in like the '60s and '70s, and he wrote uh, the Big Toe, which is Theory of Everything. And so he's a physicist, and he did a science. He's like mathematically. There is no way anything can exist unless this is uh, a hologram, a simulation, or like we're in the virtual reality. You are playing a World of Warcraft carrier, carrier, uh, character. character. It's your body. And guess what happens when it dies? Like, you know, like your conscious is still there, but that character is now gone. And so you respawn. You, you, <laughs> you, re, you respawn, but you lose everything except for like your whatever hit points i guess for an old guy man he knew all about like rpgs but like <laughs> you know your, your stats remain the same but your character starts off again from zero that's okay. fair so i yeah the oh, but uh, focus is what you're getting out of it isn't necessarily flying around as an obe you're receiving information and whether you do that visually the head of she said she gets no visuals it's always black but she's tactile and she'll reach out and the hand will grab her hand and guide her uh, yeah, but what a guide her where if she can't so see whatever just to hold a hand so to like, information for like, what information is that just holding a hand yeah, yeah. well yeah. that's information talk to talk to a, <laughs> talk to a dead person ask for information for something so about yourself she, and it could even be you telling you this like hey these are the lottery numbers you need to play this or whatever happens you're gonna see a red car you need to run away like you can like you'll get auditory whatever and so there is i don't know so she would be getting auditory. 
Not she could, yeah, yeah. She could get auditory, or it's completely black, or it's like in um, that Netflix series where it's just a blackness and you just see one figure out in the open. You're talking about Stranger Things? Stranger Things, yeah. Like, it could be like that. It could be whatever. It's however you're perceiving it. The Tom Campbell got, that was the episode I sent you, his $80 book, which he then goes and gives away the secret to how he teaches people to OBE. Uh, or and lucid dream and everything else is like he calls it a park and it's similar to what bob monroe did that you create your own park in your head like at mm-hmm. a lake like lake Mula yeah. or whatever it, but it's like a place that you go it's the exact same thing every time you get down to the detail like the sand on the beach or this and you can walk on a trail and you can yeah. you explore it you explore the same thing like every day when you meditate over and over and over again for four months and then what happens is it's like when you close your eyes and meditate, it's like as clear, it starts to get clearer and clearer and clearer until that's like your home base. And then from there, you can decide to, you know, start exploring other levels of consciousness or whatever. I guess it's really like a, a memory palace or something. In a yeah, way. exact. Because here's the problem with OBEs and what I saw with Bob Monroe reading his book is like, so you say you're, it's your perception. You can't see anything because your eyes are physical right you're yeah. receiving your it's solid information and in how your mind puts it together so if you can't see it but you're so we're such a visual people you're gonna see stuff but you may be ter- interpreting information completely wrong and that's why she was saying it's terrible it's remote viewing is better than obe because tom campbell can actually obe in this like and see just like you and me and go spy on something that everything's off a little bit because you're putting your mind is putting the information that you're receiving together. together. Yeah. Like, so it's like the green matrix, like what Neo sees as green matrix, but it's kind of hard to tell what that is, you know, like, yeah. it's like, you know, it's not exact. So shit, but uh, remote viewing where you're sitting there and you're, you're tapping into whatever information you want can be crystal clear. And that's like, that's where like, because information is different than like OBE because OBE is like, it's a different relationship to spatialization. But see if it's information though, you've already created it. Yeah. Somebody else can add it's right. Somebody else created that. Yeah. You can, yes. Somebody else is, you're just getting information that's already there and in real life, like, and that's where the Akashi records or whatever is just remote viewing. Akashi. Yeah. 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 No, but that makes sense to me. Or, or like the idea of like, if you're reading uh, a poem in another language that you happen to be bilingual in, but maybe it's not your strongest, you are reading the information and then putting it together with what you have of that language, right? Yeah. And yeah. so like, that is specific information that you didn't create, but it's information being interpreted through like your mental capacity to understand that. That's what I was thinking. It's like, if I told Nate, go make money and he has to OBE to make money and then he figures it out and he makes a coin, but he has to figure out what the coin's like, if it's two side, what the metal is versus I made a coin and it's out of you. And I say, what does that look like? The it's already been. Yeah. It's yeah, there. it's a different. Hey, it's a different. It's been rendered. It's been rendered, and like, and that's like the the podcast I sent you was like Akashic Records or whatever. You think about that as the database, remote viewing or whatever. You're just accessing. You figured out how to the access the 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 database, just like yeah. the, the like in the Matrix. He's like looking at the computer, like, oh, I think he is over here. Well, that's or, just like it. Like when Tank that was like yeah, looking tank, at the code, yeah. you, you don't really see, but 
he he's not experiencing it. Yeah, he and, have the and also if someone else was reading it, they might understand that to be a little different, like just descriptively. Um, yeah, because he's seeing the a different, yeah, different perspective. And in you get, the you're getting the broad strokes, but maybe like, um, yeah, I don't know. The the other problem with OBEs, like say like I OBE and like Tim's house is like on my list of places to go. Right yeah. to go fuck with them. Yeah, am I? Because I don't know. I, be I trying to goes, set up a target. No, like just don't. I, mean, I don't, no for OBE. I just want to get to your house and like fuck with you. But I, <laughs> I can't go to Chris's house because I've never been. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. Okay, I could figure out Roanoke. I don't think I could figure out a place I've never been. I bet you already did it. I know. I, I could. That's if it. Nate in the future is the Black Shadow. That's exactly <laughs> like, what popped in my head. In. Hello there. It's me, the Goetic Demon Editor again. This is just a quick interruption to explain the black shadow thing that Chris and Tim are referring to here is a shadow person that attacked him during a sleep paralysis episode a few months ago, an event discussed at length in episode 45 about shadow people. Let Nate me go be a shadow person. Nate and then five years into the future, fucking up by accident, and then realizing it halfway through. That's no, like, I oh, bet shit. that's exactly what happened if you keep it up. Because the room I was napping in was it has the is most it the big windows. window? Is the big I could, window? I aim for the big window room. So that's where I was. That's where I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally Maybe. And so, yeah, it and it was be. up in the corner. And I bet what happened is you're like, oh, I did it. I'm good at this. I'm gonna fuck with Tim. And then you're like. I'm gonna and you in your head you're like I'm gonna get into his house I'm gonna get into his house and then when <laughs> I saw the shadow person all I heard was I'm gonna get in I'm gonna get in I'm gonna get in <laughs> yeah, and then be. when I started doing like the reflex of this defense light you were like realized what you had done and how traumatic <laughs> it was and you're like because the sense I'm telling you, the sense I, I wanted got, to put I want to pull on your foot no so, the yeah. sense I got from that um i have to i got distracted because of what you just said uh, uh i'll come back to that but the sense i got when i started doing the defense light is literally a shadow person going Ugh, and like disappearing. <laughs> yeah yeah but real real quick what have you tried the foot tug thing Nate? uh no but my hand flies off every once in a while and that's not like the jerky sleepy thing I've no, I mean, like, have you tried messing Nate, with me? No, that's, that's, no, that's a plan I have if I can find you in your house is to pull on your foot. Because yesterday, was hey, was it yesterday that you felt the cat jump on the bed and nothing was there? Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. Alicia was trying to sleep and the cat jumped on the bed and she got up to check and there was no cat anywhere. And I was like, maybe you've misfired again. I really like the idea of mate from the future because you wouldn't know, right? Because you wouldn't be able to communicate with the pet, you know, like it should. But the the pro if you're if you're in this physical reality, OBEing is what Tom Campbell was saying, or no, she was saying because she told the story. Tom Campbell came into her. Wait, who is she again? She's What's the she runs the she's Monroe. The you don't know Monroe, but she said she was like gave a thumbs up, and Tom Campbell thought that she because she he was trying to get her to see him out of the body. And she was giving a thumbs up to the maintenance guy because they're quiet in the control room. And he got excited and went back into his body and ran down there. He's like, oh, you saw me. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I didn't see you at all. That's so, yeah, like I, I love that kind of experiment thing. But I think, and what I'm wondering is if there's more, it seems like in like that thing that you said of um, for Joe McMonagall, like, Say, say it's more useful in this 
reality or whatever to remote view for you like personal gains like if you're obe which i want to do just to be like hey to do it. it out but uh you know it's not you're not going to get anything because you could be floating around and it's supposed supposedly real time like it's if you're in this reality you're following the same timeline or whatever but it could be like mushrooms growing on everything or look like the upside down or whatever because it's your perceptions and everything's yeah. wonky and screwy and you know, I think you have to really control your mind and get good at it. Plus, you're bouncing all around. And I think if I've ever done it, like I'm one centimeter away from everything. Just like when I remote viewed at the Monroe Institute, all I saw was carpet. It was like right against my face. And when I meditate to like look at anything, it's like wood grain or whatever. Like it's like I can't distance myself. I'm like on top of it or photograph if I'm trying to see it. It's like like squishing Paper. my face on it, <laughs> yeah. like a scanner. I'm like a scanner, not a backup thing. Yeah, that's interesting, though. Yeah, the only thing about remote viewing is like I, I don't want to look at anything. Well, but you, want I, you want to look. You, you could, but you could figure out how to make money with remote viewing or find useful stuff. OBEs, I don't see what it does. Well, oh. that's a, all right. So going back to the universe as a simulation, <laughs> I, yeah. I would rather not watch twitch and watch people play video games i'd rather play the video game oh way more fun that's yeah. like so obe is the is, video game and remote viewing is just is watching it. <laughs> yeah the the other thing is i i in an email group or whatever and the uh, the shaman i talked about right she went back to monroe and did the mc squared which is the um manifest like the weird spoon bending and making yeah. dice show up on the wrong side and she said she they what they do it's in a group and like you're like you met you've been meditating for like two hours and you kind of like amp up the energy and you hold the spoon and each person takes a turn with a spoon and everyone's everyone's like ben 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 they're just kind of chanting it she said she was holding the spoon and the top of it twisted around 365 and it blew her mind she just put it down she was like uh uh, <laughs> uh and this is like a spiritual shock she's like i just i couldn't deal with it like <laughs> i awesome. like you physically see it like twist around in front of you you're like so what cool. <laughs> well that's the thing yeah. about the remote view Tim. like i don't think there's a point to it i don't really want to play twitch either however or watch people play video games via twitch but i sure like the idea that twitch exists so like the thing about remote viewing is it's almost like it's so much like part of the fun is validation of like kind of bonkers consciousness theory. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're validating and proving you really can prove bizarre it. structure. No, that's what I mean. Like that's prove the fun. Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah. I, like I don't know how to make money. I also like they're like if you wish fulfillment or something, it's like oh what wish for anything. It's like like I don't know. It gets tricky because I was like, well, that's just rude of me to ask for, or like, or like it's not humble enough like like i'm bad at that and same thing with remote view like i'm not going to use it for like acute business sensibilities like ah, oh, i could spy on a competitor and find the new like i'm bad at business but i'm um, not saying it's not impressive it's which cool. it is and it would be it's not as fun it's not as fun i don't have a use for it i i have no well, secondary can... gain from it and if i'm gonna choose a way to have the experience be validation and the experience that's personal validation right yeah uh obe would be the you prefer the thing or actually any of the frequencies like nate was saying 
if you hit any of them the only thing is i guess if it was ever successful it would be scary as shit well it's so also just sort of super... overcoming that and getting into whatever but it, it's super it's super subjective so you're self-validating the only thing to remote viewing is spooky and cool is and the spoon twisting and yeah, the dice they're also they could make the you can play i would love the spoon yeah. i would love for the spoon the bend of yeah the hand. they have uh that's um i think there's an online class but i don't see how that would work i think you really need the energy yeah and that's what the the lady at the um but she was holding up spoons during the presentation on Sunday. She's like, ooh, look at this one. Ooh, look <laughs> at this one. Because they twist, like, completely up, like, when you get it going. And it's like, it'll just be like, and then it's so that's cool. It. I mean, just, the, the just like, participate, like, validation through participation is, like, half of it. Yeah, but it's like, but, it, but again, like, subjective stuff. And I'm not sure. Okay, you, so I think here's another, here's another. And I meant you said something and I was trying to play off of it, but it was too serious of a conversation. I didn't want to interrupt, but you were talking about gaining access to explore for information mm -hmm. and, and just something that happened recently. I just had a colonoscopy nice. <laughs> in which the Classic. gained access to look for uh, <laughs> information, information, not validation. <laughs> in the best, <laughs> I have used, I won't stop using these jokes, any of them, but uh, the, the one, cause I had a few people ask how I was doing is one, I need a new butt. Cause this one has a crack in it. Nice. Cause they asked what the result. And the other one was like, the weird part was the doctor. I asked the doctor what I should do with my pants. And he said, just put them over there next to mine. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told my boss that when you texted it, he was cracking up. <laughs> like, he was like, that's so good. Uh, so here's, here's the thing. I got propofol. And if nobody knows what that is, it's a sedative that anesthesia uses. It's, it is milky white and it's called milk of amnesia. And it works within 20 seconds. They just push a little bit IV and you, you are out. It is time travel because you are gone. And then suddenly you're, you're waking up and 45 minutes have passed. You don't need to be intubated or any breathing tubes. You're still breathing, but you are gone. You are absolutely out. And I had the, the IV in the back of my hand and the anesthesiologist was slowly pushing it and sort of put, I mean, the IV, the nurse, did a good job. I'm not saying anything, but she shoved it all the way up into the hub. So she was like straightening it out to make sure like it was going in. And then she was like, night, night. And I was the whole time I was like trying to experience it. Yeah. But I'll tell you that the experience I had was, uh, I'd, I can, I can compare it to two things both of them were putting an animal to sleep, but I didn't realize that till after Ugh. the fact because uh, I shot up as soon as I started to feel my, my tinnitus, which I always had, it's, it's still there. It's at like a volume of a four at all times, got cranked up to like an eight. It was, it was like radio static, just going. And this, like, I felt it like a lead blanket, just sort of being like pushed down over your whole body at the same time. And then my, I lifted my head up and I looked at whoever was next to me. I went, Whoa whoa and they went i know i know good night and then uh, the whole time i went in there i was just like don't say anything weird don't say anything stupid because i'm like about aliens whatever i don't know but the whole time because i work with some of these people just not directly and then uh 
like it's I, I woke up and I saw somebody standing over me and I went well I didn't have an out-of-body experience and then I like went back out again <laughs> <laughs> but at so retrospectively I've been I've been replaying that moment of of the of the tinnitus getting turned up and just fading out of this reality and I'm convinced that that's what it's like to die comfortably right and not i'm not saying like i had a near-death experience i'm not at all i got anesthetized for its <laughs> procedure but i it, what was frightening is that there's uh, the certain the different levels of consciousness and then if you ever um shoot what's the um the the midnight gospel uh one of the episodes uh-huh they uh they talk about the to transcend to the next level is right before death wait before before you move on just while i'm still on the point the only two other times where i picked my head up off the pillow and i looked at somebody i said whoa whoa uh putting diesel the horrible cat i had to sleep and then satchel Andy dog the, did it too they yeah. pick their head up right at the last second before they go out and they look around like, whoa, whoa, and then lay back down. And then right after that, it lights out. Andy did that. Yeah, it was terrifying. But uh, what I was saying, the reason, Tim, is like you would go lights out. Like imagine you're playing your video game, right? And then the computer freezes for a second. Your character's stuck. That doesn't mean, you know, and then it just starts again, you know, and it, you know, it's, I just it's, think not, it's a hardware issue. Yeah, it's you're not. having hardware issues because the other thing is like it's the drugs. So like like I I mean I have I don't know if I have the propolol, but like propolol, I, I, yeah. yeah, I I was knocked out for I felt good. For like wisdom teeth, and it was the same thing. I felt like a lead blanket was thrown on me, and as it touched me, I was like, no. <laughs> like, but I will say there was like two moments, right? Like that it worked for me. Again, I don't know what drug it is, but um I had an IV drip, right? Or I had an IV in and they had the injection thing. And that there was two shots. And the first one, they're like, all right, so this one's going to make you feel real good. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. And then they like pumped that in. I was like, yikes. And I started feeling really drunk. They were like, and now you're going to go to sleep. And they pushed this other one. And I that's when I blacked yeah. out. I think there's like that first one. I, you know, I, I think it like just killed any like, high functioning brain power you and got the second one versed. just knocked huh you, you got fentanyl and versed if they're giving you two like that so you got an opiate. i mean this was in 1996 yeah fentanyl and versed probably or it was yeah. morphine and versed but yeah. one's te technically one's used for pain and one's used for anxiety but they both put you to sleep and so you were essentially like that's why i, I think you get yours was harder because i was 100 percent lucid going into it and they made you high before they knocked you out yeah so, well, that's what, so I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like it's, you can't quite, I still think you got some apples and oranges going on between like, I'm bleeding out time to quantum leap or like, I just got like dumb juice squirted in me and my, <laughs> my body's overwhelmed and knocking itself out. Now it might be like that, depending on how you die. Like if you were, well, if you're in a hospital and exactly, yeah. and you're like, they got you on a morphine drip and then your heart gives out. Like I've seen a few deaths and actually by, by a few, I mean, a few uh, dozen, I was going to say you work in a hospital. So that you, yeah, like some of them are pretty comfortable and some of them are, are not yes. good um yeah but there's a lot of variables there 
including type of person, type of illness, type of injury. There's also method method of withdrawal where some are just like not they're they're violent to watch and yeah. just like prolonged torture. And it has nothing to do with the providers. You give all the same medicines to all the same patients. But that's what I mean. It's like some people have the shadow people pulling you down from go the movie Ghost. Like uh also yeah. it's like there's I, I just i have to be careful talking about medical stuff but they uh just so you know everything's been changed just a little bit for any story i tell and i also leave things vague just as a obviously yes. nothing bad to say about the uh, healthcare system i work for they're really good but like like some people you're just surprised like they you call the family and you do everything you withdraw and they're like hey what's up I'm feeling pretty good. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really think I'm gonna die right now. And everybody's like, "How are you talking? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is happening? We thought this was like a brain dead situation." And then they're like, "Oh, so he's gonna be dancing and singing and jumping out of here." And then you're like, "Well, the kidneys are shot. He still has the same underlying issues. Like, everything is still broken. He's just completely lucid now. So it's, it gets a lot more complicated." Yeah, but maybe that's like your one shot <laughs> it's like that's your the brain chance wakes to say up. something your brain wakes up first <laughs> Ow, why haven't i leaped it you, you <laughs> haven't made amends with your daughter <laughs> exactly that's what i mean that's why I, I love the quantum leap reference because it takes all religion out of it it's just like <laughs> it's it's a just a, with it's a job just, <laughs> yeah exactly and a 3d computer simulation explaining what's going on one thing that's also it seems depressing but it's actually a little bit liberating that life is a simulation. And then if you come to terms that you are not a main character and then initially you're like, Oh, I guess, you know, that you picture somebody in a shop that's just standing there and you hand like, here's two coin for my wares, two coin for my, and that's your whole life or whatever. But then you think about some of the NPCs are really happy. It just just because you're not the main character doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, that guy life. in uh, the Oregon Trail that sells sells you all those bullets yeah. and oxen, he's living a good life. See, I go back to the uh, the various um, uh, Zeldas, like because I've I've played enough of them now. And the in the little the towns in like Carico Village in yeah. Breath of the Wild, there's a guy who lost his chickens. And his wife left him because he cared more about the chickens than her. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. And so, that. like, one of your oh games, no, 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 that's the new one. That's it's the new one. But you you have to collect his ten chickens that ran away and throw them back into their coop, and like he rewards you in some way. And then you find his wife, and she's just essentially like those stupid chickens. <laughs> like they, <laughs> but you can talk to the guy. He's like, I love my chickens. Where are they? I'm so concerned. So why can't? I mean, I'm not promoting divorce or anything, but like. <laughs> There's a, the chicken guy's a happy guy. Or there's like this guy that paints the whole time. And you don't want to like disrupt them. And, and so there's like this whole uniqueness to it. And it doesn't mean you're not important to be an NPC either because in- Well, uh, you would be you would be a, a playable character because you can't be an NPC. I- uh, You would be a- in, A non-playable like, character. You mean like my meat suit is the playable character. Yeah. Because yeah. Not, you did, my consciousness be, and, is- controlling it yeah that's what uh tom campbell said in his book yeah i disagree with the big toe but he said think about it used to only be npcs and then if you think about conscious as like you know those uh multi-single cellular blobs in the ocean 
Mm -hmm. like or like in the lake we were like what is that a giant jellyfish but it's like a mass of single-celled organisms it's kind of like that you send them out and then they come back to that same gelatinous blob you know they kind of go off on their own but always come back to the blob it's like consciousness from the, the character yeah I, I feel like an npc can gain consciousness and still be an npc yeah well okay so you just well, played that's... a dinosaur or something but like the, the the whole and it's a, anything that you have a choice with any any living thing that has a choice is a, now a playable character is what exactly. he was saying in, in consciousness so even if you're a mosquito and you can actively he had a he's a physicist so he had he had the whole like his he had a equation for what can have conscious and what can't and it was like you have to have like you know be organic have uh have make choices and all this other stuff and it's well by that the make choices it's the it sounds because i listen to the same one that the um you have to make a choice that defies the pre-programming of survival is how i took it like yes food, of shelter, course. Water, a, growth, a growth a growth choice yeah. yeah yeah you choose not to go with the rest of the mosquitoes and break free because you think the color blue is pretty just to experience flying towards the blue sky or something <laughs> suddenly that yeah. one second he's like looking at the cloud and then like goes back and sucks blood or whatever yeah all <laughs> just takes. Stares. i don't know i mean there's also a pretty interesting theory that i was reading um kind of more of a uh what's the right word i guess in a sense neo-pagan but it's really more um i guess maybe less neo <laughs> more kind of um folk tradition like understanding of consciousness which is the, called two soul theory meaning that there's two forms of consciousness um that there's like two forms of consciousness inside of each person uh the first is um I guess it's like the solar body versus the lunar body. So the idea would be there's like your banal consciousness and then your like divine consciousness. And so one is like the one that has all your memories and your kind of um, monkey brain consciousness, like my day-to-day, -day, my memory of my life and my family and friends and like my job and all that stuff. Like right brain, left brain. Yeah, but like, but higher, lower, and lower yeah. not being a pejorative word, but just like your your daily. Existence. That was that book, um, Childhood's End, did the same thing, but it was like reptilian brain and mammalian. So yeah, and so that the, so that's like the the paradox of of the human experience is that we're both right, like we're we're monkey brained and we're like divine brained, and we're kind of complicated like that. And so at the point of death, two things happen. This is why it's called tooth soul theory. Is like two things happen. One. Um, like your higher self or like the self, like if you're reborn as like in a reincarnation sort of way with no memory, like the idea is that there's still something unique and special about you that even though you're in a different body in a different place and a different everything without your memories and your upbringing, that you're still that core part of you that's the same that kind of keeps going back. Yeah, it goes back right? and then the, yeah, or whatever it is. No, whatever. it's your growth. That's why I was yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. You, it's, when you get your more strength, more endurance or whatever, yeah, it's you're like, growing it's, that, but you lose that's all That's the your part that's reincarnated, stuff. right? So your yeah, stats are going up. So wait, hold on, let me finish. So that's the higher, higher self reincarnates or doesn't. Lower self is what kind of dies. And so it also has its own thing. It returns to the underworld 
which is the two soul theory. So I'm, I'm, it's not my theory. This is something I was reading about that I thought was interesting. So the one part that is your daily, your memories, your identity as a person goes to the underworld, which is also like not a hell space, but like just kind of a death space where it, um, your memories go there and they kind of die and become part of a narrative with everyone else. And then the higher part of yourself either ascends and or comes back, pops up somewhere else and goes again. So there's a split. Uh, it's and it's like could... the lower part gets the shit out of the. Oh, is it? No, uh, I think it's the opposite. Here's the thing. Yeah, Take Chris's away. theory. That's not no, my theory. Not... <laughs> it is Chris's theory. He came up with it and he believes in it and practices it every day. It's the Titanic, man. You got a bunch of nerds in the higher part, like talking about OBs and consciousness and and what it means to be human and mathematics and goodness and is that things. Part of the boat. And then if you yeah go to the lower part where the party is, it's mm. going to be my lower consciousness and reincarnation in the in the non hell spot where it's death. It's like, not reincarnated. It just like do you know uh, how many roller dogs I would instinctually go for like. Imagine you don't get any. Years. Oh, you don't get any roller or roller dogs in Hades. The hell you just don't. like this you isn't... mope around and talk to other people. Yeah, exactly. Reminisce. And reminisce <laughs> about roller dogs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You think about roller dogs as you but slowly like, like process. Your your aren't yeah. you the lower mind of Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snapping to death. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Bad existence. Of but that's why, like, gymnast. people say, like, there's like this thonic, there's the astral plane and a thonic plane. So, like, the thonic plane is heavy and dark. It's not bad. It's not, again, a pejorative place, but it's just like that energy has to go somewhere to process, like, the shit that is life. And Are there deities there? I don't know. I'm, I'm Could there be, theoretically? All right. Just if, as far as the joke I have in my head, let's say there is okay. a deity there and they also are part of like plant paganism and uh -huh. you know life and gardening and things would sure. it be thonic the hedge god i'll give it i'll give it to you no it the, yeah tim that that pun killed it in fact it, that probably killed like almost a dozen other puns it's the pun that that pun that ruled them all that pun has oh, now been split in half and the higher heaven. forms of it or yeah. yeah. it, it almost killed a dozen you know uh pun are you, are you gonna do a no pun intended yeah. no pun intended i don't i think that was a swing and a miss on that wait one. but hey um because <laughs> a dozen is 12 i'll man. take thought oh, yeah. the hedge <laughs> god I, i'll take it no yeah wait wait that, that, that it'd be funnier killed. if you said they Tim's killed it the other 11 killed. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no pun, pun in the 12 did. did. <laughs> Unintended. Well, yeah. Chris, you're going to be grounded soon, right? So No, I've been grounded for like eight months now, like since the spring. My, Like, I don't know what it is, and it probably is connected to that. Yeah. But like, I cannot take off, man. I have been grounded since I, that's why I stopped doing the, um, the uh, binaural beat meditations. It's like, I, like whatever's going on right now it's like earth there you go. i you gotta know, be super yeah. grounded and i've been like that's why i've been like doing like weightlifting like crazy like everything is grounded and earth-based and like i'm not i i and that sucks because that's like my whole thing like my identity was well, associated with that... being spacey and like oh i'm gonna go like 
meditate and like launch out or like do these experiences and like right now i'm just like there's no way both yeah. feet on the ground and like but, i need to get in shape and i need to like <laughs> you know what i well, mean they, yeah and you're gonna be like more preppy like being a prepper type thing yeah stuff. like like connecting with like security and like i mean it's it's like but that's just it all this stuff comes with like seasons right like everything waxes and wanes i think my my time period, it's seven 30, years by the way every seven years and you're coming up on you're starting a new i know and path. my last seven years has been in the clouds like i have yeah. been like i've i've been into this stuff for a while now and i didn't i liked it i don't want to stop being in the clouds but like i i'm just grounding out and like every like i have to like i just can't do the other stuff i mean i'll maintain like habits like i have to keep meditating and you know like there's stuff that you should keep doing but like my proficiency has like bottomed out because it's like it's it's right now i gotta lift heavy weights over my head that's what i do five days a week you know what i mean like uh and that's fine because that's, that's good gonna, you're preparing that's gonna, mentally that's, and that's yeah. a thing and that will go away and then i'll swap back and the next thing you know it all be like and you're gonna be grilling in seven years seven years from <laughs> now you're gonna be grilling meats and drinking beer and getting fat and then, yeah uh, exactly it cycles yeah. and then you know licking toads and like, <laughs> like yeah. doing whatever i need to do uh, <laughs> i love that was that the simpsons or family guy where he kept uh, licking the toads and there's like simpsons there's like a in the hammock there's like this big pile of frogs next to him or he kept well, licking see, them and uh, tossing them like a beer bottle. the national parks released on their twitter like last week it said all of, was like must obey the hypno toad and it was like a <laughs> surveillance footage of one of the dmt frogs in the, one of their parks but it was looking right at the camera his eyes were glowing <laughs> and it was like a warning it's like we just wanted to remind you please do not take or lick these toads all hail the hypno toad like they were like they were in on the joke but they were also yeah. like you know don't, don't like this don't like <laughs> but the photo was great because it's just showing this frog like dead eyeing the camera that's like retinals <laughs> yeah. like glaring and it was that's Pretty awesome good. hey chris so i watched that movie the kyblions <laughs> you know i've read this book i've i've been reading the kyblion the kyblions kyblion so yeah i've been reading about hermeticism for like years and years i still can't yeah. say the kyblion i've had the kyblion book since 2000 and 10 one or something no i mean just like the last 11 years but it's, it's everything that what you were talking about earlier like it's a duality because you're talking about mentalism we're all part of one mind and yeah it's like it's, it's pretty good yeah it's it's i mean but it's also like bait it's it's also basic like yeah. it's not like there's nothing like profound about it but i i do like how it's organized yeah so what we're talking about is um the it's a hermetic it's like a hermetic religious document called the Kalyan or Kabbalion. Uh, I had told Nate to re watch that movie. What is it called? The Kabbalion. The Kabbalion, All Space is Mental or something. It's uh, a movie made by a couple of people, including Mitch Horowitz, who I advocate a lot for. I think he's kind of a fun, prolific writer. Um, but anyway, Her it's Hermes, a, it's, Hermes, try. Yeah, uh, I mean, hermeticism being a religion. Her Hermes Trismegistus, right? 
the thrice great Hermes is what it means in Greek. Uh, you know, Egyptian predates e Egyptian mythology. Like they also say, like uh, it's he like the to be three hundred years old. Yeah, it's like partially based on Egyptian god of magic, which is what is that? Uh, Seth. Yeah, and um, the Hermes, the so the Greek god. So it's basically um, there's this like was it seven tenets it's like just yeah. tenets. seven tenets to like pretty basic that stuff. explains the universe yeah totally i mean that's a tenet though you want a basic tenet um i like it it's like non-dogmatic non-religious like view of like of yeah a, like, oh spiritual it's great universe. i love it it's pretty I good say, i i did not like the documentary thing or movie because of the nudity was the, not the... necessary like they're like they try to make it weird like oh they're doing some ancient ritual which and they then he not. breaks out the conan the barbarian uh sword. cosplay sword and i was like he did no sword research he just grabbed i i know i mean so so in, the, in this movie which is worth watching because it's free on like tubi or something like watch I mean, it every other the interview is great well that's like the problem the is, is a lot of tv and doc i mean oh. same thing with the documentaries you pushed to us you have a you have you can either choose to have a bunch of talking heads explain something to you, which is totally fine, or you have to like spice add some special sauce. It's the so, they, so in this movie, there's seven chapters, one dedicated to each um, um, tenant of the Kabbalion. Um, but between each one, there's like actors <laughs> like doing a like having ceremony, like bow like magical ceremony about union, which. It was obnoxious. I almost warned you about it, but then I'd be afraid you weren't going to watch it if I told you like that that narrative runs through it because each chapter is really good. And so the, no, and they so talk good. to a person for each one. They talk about remote viewing by a, someone who's friends with McMonagall. You know, like like these are or not McMonagall. Ingo uh, Swan. Ingo Swan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so it's it's kind of worth checking out because it talks and explains a lot of this stuff in a pretty like fundamental easy to swallow like what is vibration like like how what is frequency like yeah are... no it's awesome so it's, it's good awesome. but yeah the I narrative like it. plot yeah. in it is trash and i think they just needed that for the trailer i it's also like am not 100 ghost hunters sure. and they have like what's our budget uh no budget i don't know tyson baskets on that guy Done. yeah i was just like he also is like you didn't want to try to cover up the tattoos like is this modern or is it not because like <sighs> Uh, uh, it anyway, uh, it, but it, it's worth watching if you can fast forward through those parts. Just fast forward through those yeah. parts, uh, or you know, oh. check out the book. I mean, the three the I bought three, three bucks. It's not expensive. I mean, it's it's tricky because it does. It's not like an ancient text. It's not like a grimoire a from the fourteenth century. Yeah, a lawyer from the twentieth century with some friends of uh, of his, I believe. There's uh, a few women involved with it. Wrote yeah. it as like like as a interpretation of like various hermetic documents that do exist um but they're not off but it did kind of invent a lot of new age um we'll put philosophy. new yeah yeah it kind of it, like the, the words like vibration and frequency and like thinking about gender in a very specific passive active way these are kind of modern they a lot of the new agey people or movements really we're taking from that document and like those ideas of hermeticism i mean hermeticism is kind of a little cooler because I, they don't really talk about it, but i always thought thurgy is cool which is like 
like magic. That's like the magic part, but like the belief in like spirits, like giving you powers and working with them. It's kind of fun. But anyway, uh, that is worth checking out. And I do think it does tie into this uh, expansion on the topic of consciousness. Oh, because it, that's all it's, what it's all about. It's a, it's a great, it's a great read. And yeah, it's, it's easy to read too. It's like, yeah, it's like a cliff notes for something. And you know, what's actually interesting, and I recommend checking it out if you haven't watched it. Um, uh, also the Emerald Tablet. So this is all, you know, it's a very famous um, piece of information. But, so there is this horror movie that most people have not seen. It came out, I want to say in like 2010, 2000. Blair Witch Project. No. Yeah, three. Two. Blair Witch the Project sequel. three. Yeah, three. Sort of paranormal Activity <laughs> no one's seven. Heard about it. No, 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 no. No one has watched that one. No, so uh, it's called As Above, So Below. Have That's... you seen this horror movie? It's uh, kind. It's maybe kind of good. It's kind of good. You no know, one see. I I watched. It, I was like, "There's no way this movie's going to be good." And it's just. It's not like. It's not low budget. This is like a Hollywood horror movie, high budget more or less but you know like this was not meant for like people like us this is meant for like this came out like around the time paranormal activities came out and they were trying to do the um pretend documentary thing that paranormal activities brought to yeah, this like yeah, yeah. found footage blair witchy thing but it's actually pretty solidly hermetic and like they got they they kind of really nailed some that's like, one of the principles well, yeah, that's uh, what I, oh yeah, uh, as above, so below. The microcosm the, is, is the same as the microcosm, as of which is- Correspondence? Yeah, at, that which is above is like that which is below, which is yeah. like that which is above, which is just talking about like microcosm is a reflection of the macrocosm. That makes no no argument here, but it takes place in France, this about this documentary team that's like urban explorers and they're oh, going in France the- France um, is hard. That's hard. I know, no, no, so. I know, but but they it's France for a reason because they're urban explorers and they they're like- They get lost in the catacombs. Or... They get lost in the catacombs and they accidentally breach, they, they find a place talking about hell, but it talks about the Philosopher's Stone and like there's all sorts of spooky things down there killing them. Well, in but the screenshot, hermetic. Did you there's find a lot of blood. And a yeah, it's a horror movie. A this is not. This is not like the Kabbalion that I made Nate watch. This is not a documentary, no. You know what else is a, a movie horror movie in France? Uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, hermetic as well. They also have catacombs in that. I'm one. sure. I'm sure. Wait, hold on. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> Actually, I don't need to make the noise. Chris will add the noise. Well, well, why don't we back up a little bit? We're going to need some stormy sounds. We're going to need a clip-clop of a horse cut uh -huh. horsing, and then like lashing sounds, door opening, and then medieval kind of tavern music. So wait, how you're about gonna, you're going to set the stage? Okay, it's already there. Um, it's already playing. Like so, two weary travelers open the tavern door and come in. They've been on a long journey. They're ready for a hot steamy meal and a cold cup of mead and some stories from the barkeep. Are you sure? Even wander. a barkeep, he looks like he could be part troll. Mm, interesting. <laughs> let's saunter up. Let's saunter you guys up. just hijacked this from me. Let's, just go, let's, go have, let's go have our cup of mead at the bar and wait on our stew. Oi, I see you boys have made room at the bar. Yes. What's your business? Well, we're we're rangers on the on the road from a, a journey seeking truth and knowledge. 
Now, but but here's the thing, journeyman, that that I'm with. Uh, we seem to be a little short on cash, so we either need uh, need some a job to do, or maybe we can trade a fresh joke for a cup of meat. Or a tall tale. You're saying the quiet part out loud, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you Bar didn't King. even ask me name. <laughs> <laughs> my name's name Colonel. All right, Colonel. Let's Colonel Oscopy. Uh, <laughs> well, you can call me by my given name. <laughs> Hold on. My first name's Stinky. My last name's Wetness. <laughs> Thank you. But my friends call me Itchy. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's here's a, here it is. Here it is. What's what's worse than a lobster on your piano? Crabs on know. your organ. I not be giving you me ranch drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pr the problem is this: since we are in the the valley of hidden knowledge, otherwise known as Hidden Valley, the ranch drinks are known to be strong and generous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that that's already that joke's an utter failure, which I call a cow who can't get milk. Nice. Uh, I have one Utter for you. Utter failure. Uh, uh, Colonel Oscopy. Uh, I'll go by your proper name. Why did Frogo Baggins put his phone on silent? I, d I don't know. He was tired of carrying the ring. <laughs> Oi. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you eat beer and a nothing and my shift's over. <laughs> What is Thank Gandalf's you. favorite band? Uh, is it Journey? It's the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> tell you what, I'll give you each, that's enough for a sip of I'll give you time. each one shot of Italian dressing, but no, <laughs> you get none of my ranch. Right. That, that will be the end of the first installment of this reoccurring bit that will happen uh, over and over again. All right, thanks for joining Colonoscopy <laughs> tabs. I can't wait for those interesting characters at that table to really set that adventure off in the right direction. <laughs> no, thanks Next for joining time us. This, we chat. this was a, uh, a, you know, one of our classic against all of these mini episodes where uh, we tied you over before our next our next episode, which will be very good. Also, very sometimes exciting. mini episodes end up being like forty five minutes long. I know my mini That's episode being. We'll see what happens because <laughs> uh, we have been talking for an hour. But I change. feel like uh, consciousness and out of body experiences deserve an update because we spend a lot of time on it. It's kind it of not, not only do we spend a lot of time on it. Uh, I think we are strangely enough uniquely qualified to talk about it and also actively pursue it as an interest also um nate and chris were guests on the halloween episode of the neat cast you can check them out at the neat cast on all socials that was a lot uh, of fun. i listened to the episode it was really funny they did a good job uh, putting it together as as always let's go go check that out also we have an up-and-coming episode on the witches talking tarot podcast where they did our tarot reads that's due to be released in the near future mm -hmm. so go check them out as well um also check out uh chris uh he talked about the devil and the devil card with seeking tarot with our friend snow 
So, uh, uh, who Tim of... randomly unconnected to me because the episode won his tarot card giveaway, which is really cool. Yeah. But anyway, um, you could find you could find Snow Show on Seeking Tarot uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all all three of those uh, fellow independent podcasters were delightful to work with, and we look forward to doing that again. So in the meantime, um, play maybe can, you can fade out some uh, some barkeep chatter. <laughs> yeah, so here's here's a, a few seconds of relaxing uh, medieval um, fantasy bar music. <laughs>